What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck, and on this show, you are gonna learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals. This is a podcast you're gonna be able to listen to that's gonna give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm gonna interview top-notch real estate investors each and every week, and there's also gonna be some content that is just gonna be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million dollar real estate investor. So if you wanna learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to, and I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's REI Weekly Lesson. I'm Greg Helbeck, and if you're not familiar with me, I have been a real estate investor for over eight years now, and I've bought and sold well over 150 houses, and I've learned a lot in my career so far as a young real estate investor. So the goal of this podcast and YouTube channel is to share with you the lessons that I've learned, so hopefully you don't make them the hard way and you can learn from my mistakes. So today I'm gonna talk about contractors and scope of works, right? So if you're gonna be in the business of fixing houses and reselling them, hopefully for a profit or renting them, you're gonna have to understand how to work with contractors. And one of the best things that I've found to get a contractor to really hold themselves accountable and to really test out to see if the contractor is legit or not is is to print out and have them sign a scope of work. Now, the scope of work is gonna have a few components of it. The first component is obviously an itemized breakdown. And the key here is itemized, a breakdown of what everything in the entire job is gonna cost. So instead of saying the rehab is gonna cost 50 grand, you're gonna say the kitchen's 10 grand, the bathroom's 10 grand, the floors are 10 grand, you know, the painting's 10 grand, roof is 10 grand, right? Obviously that's not all true, but I'm just saying like, instead of having just 50 grand for the entire job, you itemize out what everything is gonna cost. So at the end, it adds up to the grand total of whatever the project is gonna be. So you got to add up itemized line items. That's key. Number two, the scope of work is going to you know, tell you if the contractor is even comfortable doing something like that, because I know some bad contractors that don't even want to use a scope of work because they're going to screw you, right? So a good contractor will certainly agree to your scope of work. The third thing that makes this system effective is it gives them a deadline on when the job is going to start and when the job is going to stop. And if the job goes beyond the deadline and it's the contractor's fault, the contractor pays a penalty. They should have an incentive to finish sooner and they should have a you know reverse incentive if they finish late. So they get more money, a little bit more money if they finish early. They get the price you agreed upon if they finished on time. If it's their fault and they finish late because they weren't good with their time and their crews, they're gonna pay a penalty, You know whatever you wanna decide. So there's obviously a timeline. The fourth thing that's obviously super important is getting the contractor to sign that document and getting you as the investor to sign that document. So in the event there's an issue with the contractor, you can take that document if you gotta take the contractor to court and say, hey, he took my money, here's the document we signed, he's liable for this. And at the same time, the contractor can do the same thing to you. If you don't pay the contractor and he fulfilled that part of the deal, then you can get in trouble too as the investor. So it holds both parties accountable to specific outcomes. So obviously contractors are called contractors for a reason because they operate off of contracts. So if you're gonna use anybody to do your houses, maybe excluding handymen for small items, you gotta get a scope of work signed with a contractor that has the itemized breakdown, the timelines, and obviously signatures so everyone can be held accountable. So that's how you work with contractors via scope of work. I know this was a short podcast today, so hopefully you got value. If you did, leave me a review on iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, like the video on YouTube. And if you're in Reno, San Diego, the Hudson Valley or Delaware, and you wanna sell me a wholesale deal, I am a buyer, email me, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. Or if you're a wholesaler, you wanna JV a deal with me, same thing. Happy to do that with you, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com or on Instagram at grego underscore 37. I'll see you on the next podcast. Take care.
Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews. They see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.